This is Pastor Eric Love. I want to thank you for tuning into today's podcast. God told Joshua that if he meditated on the word and obeyed it, that he would make his way prosperous and that he would have good success. My prayer is that as you meditate on this word that you're about to hear and apply it to your life, that you too will find good success. Blessings on you and enjoy this word from the Lord. God's grace is sufficient. Y'all have, y'all have Philippians chapter one. I've got to read about nine or ten verses for clarity's sake, but I want you to see this and I want you to hear this and thank you for standing for the reading of God's word. Philippians chapter one, verse number twelve. Look over at verse number twelve. This is the apostle Paul writing to a wonderful church, a wonderful ministry at Philippi. Philippi was one of the churches that supported Paul as he was suffering when he was in prison. This was the church that sent him aid. They sent food and clothing and money. They would take up offerings and send to the apostle Paul. Paul had an affinity toward uh, the church at Philippi. It was a wonderful, giving, thoughtful church. And he says this to them in chapter 1, verse number 12. We'll read down to maybe verse 20 or 21. He says, but I want you to know, brethren, that the things which happened to me, have actually turned out for the furtherance of the gospel so that it has become evident to the whole palace guard and to all the rest that my chains are in Christ. And most of the brethren in the Lord have become confident by my chains are much more bold to speak the word without fear. Verse 15 says, Some indeed preach Christ even from envy and strife, and some also from goodwill. The former preached Christ from selfish ambition, not sincerely, supposing to add affliction to my chains. But the latter out of love, knowing that I am appointed to the defense of the gospel. What then? Only that in every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is preached. And in this, I rejoice. Yes, and I will rejoice. 19 says, for I know that this will turn out for my deliverance through your prayer and the supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ according to my earnest expectation and hope that in nothing I shall be ashamed. But with all boldness, as always, so now also Christ will be magnified in my body, whether by life or by death. 21 says, for to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Focus your attention on verse number 12, but I want you to know, Paul said, I want you to know something, brethren, that the things which happened to me have actually turned out For the furtherance of the gospel. Now look at me. For those of you who had a hard time in 18. You had your back up against the wall. And you've lost some things. And 
you've lost some loved ones and many of you may feel displaced you may feel disheveled in this season I, I don't know I don't know where you are now I told you I've got to make some bold statements in this new year I've got to speak some things and I believe that when I speak some things uh, if I speak what God said I believe it's going to come to pass glory to God now you got to have some bold faith to say this but I want you to turn to about three people and I want you to give them my title turn to them and tell them this give somebody a five and tell them it had to happen just touch them and tell them it, it had to happen it had to happen it had to happen it had to happen you may be seated in the presence hallelujah it had to happen glory to God it had to happen now for many of us that becomes a very difficult uh, proclamation that's a difficult thing to say because when you look at your life oftentimes you say well pastor love some of the things that happened in my life I'm not sure uh, that those things had to happen I'm not sure that it had to go down quite like that but God has a word for you in this room today and he wants you to know that there were some things that manifested transpired in your life had to happen I, I, I'm going to make about four points to you today, and then I'm going to be out of your way. Um, and as we as we matriculate to those points, I want to uh, share with you here that the Apostle Paul uh, has been in prison. He's been in captivity for for a long time. Uh, as he's writing the book of Philippi, uh, many scholars believe that he was on house arrest, that he was in. He had finally made it to Rome, and he was there, uh, and he was in a place where they could receive periodic visitors. You know, as they do in some prisons they could receive periodic visitors and so periodically the church at Philippi would send aid they would send someone to visit him and and uh, word had begun to go around about Paul and people were asking questions about Paul and they were saying why in the world has Paul uh, not had his trial yet many believers believe many theologians believe that it has been almost five years since Paul's first arrest, or since he was arrested to go to Rome uh, to stand trial, many people believe it had been almost five years. I, I like what the Apostle Paul said. I believe that this is a word for you and I as we as we translate, as we as we transfer over into this new year. I believe Paul gives us uh, some points or some principles that we ought to transfer uh, from where we are into this new year. Uh, as we look into this new year, as we look forward into this new year, in the change of the new year, it gives us a chance to reflect and to expect. To reflect and to expect. The reflection, we get a chance to look back on some things that we've gone through. Some things that God has brought us out of. Some things that God has brought us through. Now, there's a way to reflect that you do so. Uh, if you reflect wrong, it's going to cause some bitterness. It's going to cause some anxiety. It's going to cause some resentment if you reflect wrong. Especially when you're going back through some of your news feeds and going back, you know, now, now on social media that they can, that they'll kind of give you some history, some things that you, you went through back in this past year and they'll, they'll put together this whole slideshow. Some of those slideshows will put lumps in your throat. Let, let me explain it to you like this. There were some people when in January you felt pretty good about them. But come December, your feelings kind of change. Oh, I wish I had some witnesses in here. Now, I, I, I know you're thinking about you, but there was somebody who used to like you in January. Oh, y'all might as well say amen in here. 
And here in December, they've kind of changed their hearts about you. So you got to be careful how you reflect. But when you look back at how God brought you over, when you look back at, at how God allowed you to make it through difficulties and heartaches and hard times, then you learn to give God glory based on what you've come through in your life. I like what Paul said. Now listen, Paul, uh, they, they were talking about Paul and, and I, I can believe that, that many people have started to kind of gossip. Y'all know how gossip starts. Especially when people feel like you, you should be in one place, but you're in another place. Sometimes people start to gossip and they start to talk. Now don't, don't fool yourself and think and, and, and make yourself believe that their neighbor is the only person people are talking about. Tell somebody, tell them they're talking about you too. Tell somebody, tell them yeah, they, 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 if they talk about Jesus, sure enough, they're going to talk about you. But I like what, I like what Paul said, even though people begin to whisper, and I can, I can kind of hear some of the whispers. I, I can hear people saying, you know, well, 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 maybe Paul was guilty. Maybe, 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 uh, maybe he was guilty for the things that he did. Maybe that's why he hadn't had his trial yet. Maybe, maybe God is punishing him for something. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why things are not going well in his life. Maybe, maybe that's why he was shipwrecked so many times. Maybe, maybe that's, maybe that's why uh, all the things that he's going through. I like, I like what Paul said. Paul said, I want you to know, brethren, the things which happened to me. The reason I like it is because Paul didn't even take the time. To explain all the things that had happened to him. But I, I found it in the word in 2 Corinthians chapter chapter 11. Um, he, Paul kind of gives a, kind of a short dissertation of some of the things that he's going through in his life. Paul said that the Jews beat him five times. The Jews beat him five times and they, they hit him 39 times each time. That they beat him. In other words, they flogged him. They, they, they took a, they took a, 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 a they called a cattail whip and they beat him across his back. And they did that five in five different occasions. He said three times he was beaten with a rod. They beat him with a rod. He said one time they stoned him. They tried to kill him with stones. He said three times he was shipwrecked. He was out on the sea, his ship tore apart, and he had to hang on to boards and broken pieces of the ship. He said he spent a night and a day in the sea. He said he had many journeys. He was in danger in the water, danger in war, in, uh, amongst robbers, dangers of people that he thought was his friends, danger Amongst the Gentiles, he had danger in the city, danger in the wilderness, perils at the sea. He said there was sometime he was so cold and he didn't have enough clothes to make him warm. And he said he's had sleepless nights and he, he suffered hunger and he suffered thirst and he had to fast just because he didn't have any food. This is what the apostle Paul is saying. He said I was cold and naked and he said above all those things. I had the concern of the church. So in the month, in the midst of all the other things that I'm wrestling with, I also had the stress of trying to make sure that the churches were all right. 
He's gone through all these things. You, you do know that there was a time that, that the apostle Paul received a thorn in his flesh. He said a messenger of Satan was sent to buffet me. All these things happened to the apostle Paul. There was a time even a snake bit his hand. He was just trying to help. All these things, trial after trial. There was a time that he was even blind for three days. Trial after trial after test after test. But he writes from a prison cell to the church at Philippi. And he gives them a word of encouragement. And he says to them, I want you to know something. I understand I've been through some things. I understand I've had some heartaches and some heartbreaks. I've had some bad times. But I want you to know something, brethren. He said, the things which happened to me have actually turned out for the furtherance of the gospel. That brings me to my first point. My first point is this, is that what happened through you is greater than what happened to you. What happened through you is greater than what happened to you. Paul said, I've learned not to look at my circumstances from the outside in, but I've learned to look at them from the inside out. I don't look at what's going on around my external circumstance. I look at what God is doing on the inside of me. That's what I share with you. Don't worry about what happened on the outside in 2018. But I want you to consider what God did on what God did on the inside in 2018. Because here's what Paul said. Paul said actually turned out for the furtherance of the gospel. How did it turn out for the furtherance of the gospel? Because somebody, you heard me say this before, but somebody is watching what you're going through. Somebody is watching how you go through it. I've had people call me. I've had people call me and they say, Pastor Love, we really admire you. We really admire how you're going through what you're going through. I said, listen, I really wish I could take the credit. But I can't. Cause deep inside of me, there's a little, what's, there's a little shaggy do. There's a little scrappy. A scrappy do on the inside of me. Y'all remember scrappy, don't you? Scrappy was that little dog on Scooby Doo. It always wanted. Put him up. Always wanted to fight. I, what I had to tell him was, I, I wish I could take credit because there's a part of me still want to put them up. <laughs> oh, y'all better talk to me. Listen, listen, you, you might not believe it, but there's a scrappy dude on your road too. <laughs> tell somebody and tell them, I need to introduce myself. My name is Scrappy. Just tell them my name. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. I still got a little scrap in me. But people are watching how you go through what you go through. Glory to God. So when people see you, when people see you go through with the grace of God, that causes them to believe in your God a little bit more. People say that really must be a God. If you can go through and you can still keep your head up. 
If you can go through it, you ain't cut yet. If you can go through it, you ain't cut anybody yet. That must really be a God. Glory to God. You went through that divorce and you're still sweet. Oh, you're still nice. You didn't get bitter. You let it make you better. I wish I had a witness right there. You lost your job, but you didn't lose your faith. There's somebody watching you go through what you're going through. And they're admiring what's happening on the inside of you. You gotta look at where you, you gotta look at where you've been and see where you are and know that God is doing a work in your life. Raise your hand if you know that you're different today than you were three years ago. Look around at all the hands. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now don't raise your hand this unless you're for real. But listen, how many of you thank God that in 2018 God didn't let you go to jail? Tell the truth. Glory to God. Woo! Somebody stood up and raised their hand. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Listen. So next time he sing the song, you only hear because of his grace. Think about that sale that you was all, you was almost in there, baby. I'm standing here only because he made, oh, y'all about to help me preach. I feel, I feel good now. Only because he made, he made a way. Then aren't you glad that God didn't let you stay stupid? Let me talk to this side. Aren't you glad that God let you get a little sense when he did? Because there was a time you would have acted a fool this past year. There was a time you would have lost your mind this past year. But aren't you glad that God gave you a peace? A peace that surpassed all understanding. You know, that's God working on the inside of you. Oh, you ought to just thank God. Oh, listen, listen. When they lied on you, it didn't even bother you. They came to you and they said, so-and-so said this about you. And you was like, for real? You know what? You didn't even try to chase down that lie this year. Because normally, you would have been on the phone. Normally, you would have been throwing shade. But this year, you know what you said? I'm not even going to let that, I'm not going to let that bother me. I'm not going to let that fade. You know what? You know what? What happened through me is greater than what happened to you. You got to know, you got to know that while you're being afflicted, somebody is watching your affliction. Somebody is watching what you're going through. And see, when you go through and you come out with your hands up, people are going to say, how did you go through that? See, see, watch this, watch this, watch this. Uh, God allows you to go through so you can lead somebody else out of what you just come out of. Every situation you go through in your life, you got to lead somebody else through it. That's why you got to follow God. Watch, oh, glory to God. That, that's, that, that's why, that's why, that's why you have to follow God because there's somebody following you. There's somebody who have not learned how to follow God, but they know how to follow you. 
The question is, are you leading people in the way that God is leading you? Now that's the question for us. Glory to God. That's the question for us. So what's happening, what's happening through you is greater than what happened to you. The apostle Paul said, 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 well, what's happened to me has actually turned out for the furtherance of the gospel. That the gospel is being pushed based on what happened to me. The gospel is being promoted based upon what happened to me. Verse 13 says, so that it's become evident to the entire palace guards and to all the rest that my chains are in Christ. My chains are in Christ. Come here, come here. Yeah, you, come here real quick. My, my chains, come here, Toby. My, my chains are in Christ. Get up on the stage. I want y'all to see this because Paul, Paul said this. Come here, grab this arm. Grab this arm. Hold it, hold it like you're a security guard. Don't squeeze, don't squeeze all the juice out of my arm now. Yeah, don't squeeze, hold on. Slow down, cuz. Watch this. Here's what Paul said. Just, just walk with me. They got Paul and he's under arrest. Now listen, he's been under arrest. All he's waiting to go to trial. He's been under arrest for almost five years and he hadn't done a thing. I don't know about you, but if you arrest me on Friday, I'm supposed to go to trial on Saturday. And five years later, I'm still in prison. I don't know about you, but I'm going to feel some type of way about that. Y'all might as well say amen to me. I'm going to feel some type of way. Paul is in prison. He's under arrest. Now watch this. Paul said, what happened to me? I want you to know something is actually causing the gospel to be furthered. The gospel is being furthered because I'm under arrest. Glory to God. Glory to God. Listen, hallelujah. I've been under arrest a long time waiting on this trial. You would think that Paul was weak by now. That brings me to my next point. Glory to God. He's under arrest. You would think that in five years, he'd be a little weak now. But here's point number two. Point number two is, they thought you were a little weak. But the reality is, you are a lethal weapon. (laughs) What they didn't realize was that Paul said... I might be bound, but the word of God is never bound. So Paul said, every guard that I come in contact with, see, you can't let me go. So you got to stay here and listen. Have you heard about a man from Galilee? Do you have anybody in your family who's sick? I know a man that's healing the sick. Is there anybody blind in your family? I know somebody giving sight to y'all better hear this thing today. Paul said every guard that comes close to me, 
I'm going to turn him into a Christian. Every, they don't know. They thought I was a little weak. But really, they put a lethal weapon in the jail system. They put somebody in the system now who's got the word of God on the inside of them. And everybody that I come in contact with. Hallelujah. He said it's become evident now. Y'all didn't read it. I wish you had read it. He said become evident now that the entire palace guard, the entire palace guard now know that my chains are in Christ. So what happened was they tried to shut him up. They tried to close his mouth. But the reality is, is that when they tried to shut him up, it made him open up his mouth all the wider. And now the entire palace guard trying to get saved. Come on, y'all give God some glory right there. God bless y'all. The entire guard. Listen. <laughs> so what does that say to you? No matter where you go. No matter where you are. In your life, there's somebody to be impacted because you're a lethal weapon now. Glory to God. Listen, listen. <laughs> Satan tried to bound you to, to bind you to 2018. But what he didn't realize is that when he let you make it to today, and he mess around and let you make it to tomorrow. Glory to God. He's about to release a lethal weapon in the 2019. And everybody you come in contact with is going to get that. The gospel is going to start rubbing off on them. The anointing that God has on your life is going to start rubbing off on people. This, this year is going to be a year that you've got to walk by faith. you got to know that you're lethal. Tell your name, say, I'm lethal this year. I'm lethal this year. I'm lethal this year. Somebody, somebody is going to hear the word of God this year because God has put the word of God on the inside of me. Tell somebody, tell them it had to happen. It, it had to happen. It had to happen. They, they, they thought he, they thought it was a little weak. He said the entire, the whole palace guard to all the rest that my chains are in Christ. And most of my brother was in the Lord. Look at what he said. He said the brethren in the Lord have become confident so much so that they became more bold. To speak without fear. People now become more bold because of your faith. Because they become more bold because of the word of God that's on the inside of you. They become more bold. Now, now listen. Uh, he goes on. He goes on. Look at, look at this. Look at this. Now, he, he, here was the part that tripped me out. Verse number 15. Verse 15 said, some indeed preach Christ from envy and strife and some also from goodwill. The former preached Christ from selfish ambition, not sincerely, supposing to add affliction to my chains. But the latter out of love, knowing that I'm appointed to defense of the gospel. Here's what Paul is saying. Paul is saying that some people heard about what I went through and they tried to come behind my back and steal the affinity of the people. That, that, that's what he said. That's what he said. Some people knew what I was going through and they tried to come back and they tried, they, 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 they knew that they, that they knew the rapport that Paul had with the people. They knew the rapport that he had with the people. And he said, some came back and they tried to teach or they tried to steal the people that God had given to Paul. And you know what Paul said? Listen, I like this part. I like this part. Paul said, guess what? 
I'm still going to rejoice. He said only in every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is preached. And in this, I rejoice and will rejoice. That's what Paul said. That brings me to my third point. My third point is when God has a plan, even your persecutors have a purpose. When God has a plan, even your persecutors have a purpose. So let them, let them talk about you. Let them call your name. Let them, let them try to do whatever they need to do. Because you know what, you know what Paul said? Paul said, I'm still going to rejoice. Because the word of God is still being preached. The word of God is still going forward. That needs to be our mentality, our mindset as we move into 2019. As long as the word is going forward, guess what? Let them preach. Let them talk. Let them do whatever they need to do because the word of God is not bound. He said, whether in pretense or whether in truth, as long as Christ is preached, guess what? He said, I'm going to, I'm going to rejoice. I've learned how to rejoice. God is saying to you, learn to rejoice in what you go through. Learn how to give God praise in everything. Sometimes the, the answer that you need is the worship that you give. It's when you open up your mouth and you decide to worship God in spite of the things that you're going through. Glory to God. Learn to worship God. Now, I like that. Now, that's all that's reflection. All that's looking back. Paul looks back and he sees all the things that he's gone through in his life. And he sees all the stuff that God's delivered him from. And then he takes an ex, he, he takes a look and now he's looking expectantly into his future. And I'm closing with this. Verse number 19 says, for I know that this will turn out for my deliverance through your prayer and the supply of the spirit of Jesus Christ. According to my earnest expectation, that's that word, my earnest expectation and hope that in nothing I shall be ashamed, but with boldness as always. Now also Christ will be magnified in my body, whether by life or by death. Here's my last point. Here's the last point. In the midst of excruciation, never lose your expectation. Never lose your expectation. As we transition into this new year, we go into this new year expecting God to do something amazing. Expecting God to do something supernatural. I don't know about you, but I mean, I, this is, this is going to be such an amazing year because this is a year that we have to trust God at a whole nother level. It's easy to trust God when you got a pillow to lay your head on. It's easy to trust God when you got a bank account full of money. That's easy to trust God. But now God's got many of us at a place where he's saying, okay, listen, you know what? Just like Jesus said, he said, he said, birds have nests. Foxes have holes. But the son of man has nowhere with to lay his head. How do you trust God when you don't know what tomorrow holds? Hallelujah. I heard a song say, when you don't know what tomorrow holds, just hold on to who's holding tomorrow. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I know that God is holding my tomorrow. What was he expecting? Paul was expecting to be delivered. Paul said, I expect deliverance. I expect this thing to be delivered. He's expecting everything to work out for his good. He's expecting Christ to be magnified. That's what he's expecting. He's expecting. I'm expecting some things this year. Expecting some things. You know what I'm expecting? 
I'm expecting you to continue to grow spiritually. I'm expecting that. I'm expecting God to turn up. I'm expecting God to do something so supernatural that the entire city is going to be looking, saying, how in the world did that happen? Glory to God. Y'all, y'all do know, and if I could digress just for a second, and I'm done. Y'all do know the world is watching us right now. I'm not just talking about this city. There are people all over this world that are watching us. They're trying to figure it out. There's some people skeptical. So they come and visit. I need to go see if that's real. For those of you here skeptical, welcome to the, welcome to the club. God is not through. See, I'm gonna tell y'all something. When you, when you, when you know, when you know your hands are clean. When you know your hands are clean. Then when you praise God, you can lift up holy hands. He said, no good thing will I withhold from them who walk upright. No good thing will I withhold. There is no telling what God is going to do this year. Listen, somebody, somebody is subject to walk up to us and say, I've seen your faithfulness. I see your heart. I see you got a heart for God's people. Somebody's subject to walk up and say, we want to give you the very thing you've been praying for. The very thing you've been believing God for. But my prayer this year, my prayer this year is that we become the answer to somebody else's problem. We become the answer. Somebody's problem. Now I've got you, I, you gotta, you gotta know this, that whatever you make happen for somebody else, God's gonna make happen. He's gonna make happen for you. This is going to be a supernatural year. I believe that we're going to see signs and wonders this year. Glory to God. 19 is going to be a year of the supernatural. It's going to be a year where God is going to challenge you to trust him. For some of you, sitting right where you're seated right now, is a faith walk. Because the reality is everything in you is telling you to look back. Everything in you is telling you to look back, to go back. And wherever that is, I know some of you, you're thinking certain things, but I'm not talking about what you, what you're thinking about. For some of you, uh, everything in you wants you to go back to that old person that you used to be with. Want to go back to the old job or to that old situation. 
But God is saying this year, I want you to walk by faith. I want you to walk by faith. I was talking to a guy one time and it kind of fell on hard times. And he says, man, you got to pray for me. He said, because I know how to make money. He said, I got a buddy right now I can call. He'll front me. And I can go flip it. And once I flip it, he said, then I'm on the come up now. And I said, man, the dangerous thing of going backwards is your subject turned into a pillar of salt. Hallelujah. I don't know. I just heard this. Will you tell your neighbor, don't get stuck in reverse. Just tell them. I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know who that's for. Don't get stuck in reverse. Listen. And I'm done. God called us to be the salt. And to be light. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to love. Uh, Y'all heard me teach the love series and I talked about, I talked about forgiving three people, praying for three people and blessing three people. Y'all remember me talking about that? Forgiving three people and praying for three people and blessing three people. We're going to keep walking in love. We're going to keep doing that. We're going to keep blessing those who persecute us, whatever the case, we're going to keep blessing we're going to keep talking. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep believing, believing God by faith. Keep believing. I got to be honest. I, there, there, there are some things, some things that happen that had to happen. See, you wouldn't have moved. You wouldn't have moved. You, you'd have got too comfortable. There's some relationships God had to break because you kind of got too comfortable where you were. God needs you to trust him today. Needs you to trust him at another level. Will you bow your heads and pray with us? Father, we thank you, Lord God, for who you are and who you continue to be in our lives. Lord, we know that this year, this past year, Lord God, has come with a lot of transition and opposition. But Father, we thank you, Lord, that you were there. You were there with us the whole time. And we honor you forward, Lord. Father, as we move into this new year, as we reflect back on your goodness and your grace and your mercy, Father, we thank you that we see your fingerprints all over this past year. Now, God, as we transition into this new year, God, we know that this is going to be a year filled with sign and wonder. And it's going to be a year, God, filled with your blessing and your glory. Father, teach us this year to trust you at a new level. Father, we we know God that we're going to we're going to see you. We're going to see you do some things and we're going to see you open some doors this year, Lord God. And Father, we we bless you. We bless you already. We bless you, Lord God, for the things that the things that you do and things that you've done. Father, we honor you. And we thank you, Lord. And we give you glory. In Jesus' name.
in Jesus' name. Y'all look at me. I wasn't going to share this, but I kind of feel the Holy Ghost want me to share it. Um, I, I told y'all, is Miss Sharon still here? Miss Sharon Jones, are you still here? Miss Sharon, stand up, Miss Sharon. Yeah. Y'all, Miss Sharon hired me to work with the youth program. Um, hired me to work with the youth program um, a couple years ago. And so I get a chance to go into the school systems and teach absence program. Um, and she's been just a faithful supporter of, of the ministry. She comes and helps with I serve, just all of that. She just, she's been super faithful and super supportive. She has another church, but she makes her time to come and hang out with us. Well, listen, um, the first, the first few weeks of our meeting together, um, I, I didn't, I didn't take a salary, uh, from the church because I wanted to make sure that, you know, the money was coming in and things were, things were going smooth. And so I didn't take a salary. Our musicians told me, they said, Pastor Love, we, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, you know, we will forego until the church is in a good place. And I really appreciated that. And so, um, I wasn't worried. I wasn't stressed. I wasn't tripping about it. Um, you know, I just said, you know what? God, God will provide. I had some of the leaders were saying, Pastor, man, you need to do something. You need to take something. And, uh, and I said, well, you know, Lord, God will make a way. Well, she called me. She called me. Um, was that Christmas Eve or Christmas morning? Christmas Eve. She called me Christmas Eve. And she said, she said, so I, I saw the phone call. I answered it. And I said, hey, Miss Sharon, how you doing? She said, Merry Christmas. I said, thank you. Merry Christmas to you as well. She said, have you checked your account? And I said, I said, no, ma'am, I haven't checked it yet. And then she said, well, she said, when you get it, when you check it, I want you to, I want you to, to call me back or something like that. She said, and she said, well, I, I'll just tell you what happened. I said, okay. She said, I'll tell y'all how God worked things out. She said, some money. She applied for early this year. Didn't get released. She said she had just stopped worrying about it. She stopped thinking about it. They went, we went on and went on throughout the year. And she said that they finally released that money. And she said, I decided to make sure that you had a blessing from those funds. Now, now, she didn't know. She had no clue. She didn't know. So I'm sitting in Mississippi. Sitting on the side of my auntie bed. I picked up that old iPhone 8 Plus. I went to swiping. I looked. And I said, God, you did it again. Come on, man. Woo. I got up this morning. I found me a good ink pen. I licked that joker. I couldn't wait to write that tie check. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Y'all, y'all not clapping. So y'all, that'll be somebody else supposed to be clapping in here. 
I'm just telling you, God will do it. God will do it. Just honor the Lord in all of your ways. Just honor him. Acknowledge him in all of your ways. And he said, I'll direct the path. No good thing will I withhold. Men who walk upright. Will you stand all over the house?